this is FD Talks, a brand new podcast series by Funeral Directors Live, where we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace. Well, hello and welcome to uh, yet another edition of FD Talks. It's been a little while since we've been able to, to put one of these together, but um, I don't, it's been kind of strange financial times. Uh, and I wanted to have Todd Carlson, Executive Vice President of Sales and Chief Sales Officer uh, for Funeral Directors Life on the presentation today. And uh, Todd, I guess, uh, well, thanks for being here. Yeah, Rob, thanks for having me on your show again. Now, and before we get started, Rob, I just want to take a moment to really thank uh, the funeral directors in the in the funeral service community out there for all of the work uh, in plowing through uh, all of the challenges they faced over the last few years due to COVID. And uh, I'm really, really grateful that uh, that a lot in a lot of places that that life is returning to normal. It has largely returned to normal. Uh, and funeral directors are still you know, plugging away, doing the great work in the communities they serve. So I just wanted to say thanks before we got started. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yes, absolutely. I guess it's just a product of the times, but uh, we're we're finding ourselves economically in some, I, I guess, is it new territory, would you say? Like a, almost a frontier of, of economics. Yes. You know, if you look back in the history of really the pre-need insurance profession uh, we've been in a in a ge generally a declining interest rate environment and we found ourselves here in the last uh, year in a in a in an economic situation where the the uh, money money supply in the country to hedge uh, or to uh, ward off inflation the money supply is is uh, being contracted by the Federal Reserve Bank and what that's causing is an, an increase in uh, interest rates uh, that uh, we really haven't seen uh, at this level for quite some time. What effect um, are we seeing that having on funeral homes? Well, first of all, the, as we have, uh, as we visit with funeral directors across the country, one of their large concerns right now is inflation, and 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 that always leads to a discussion of, hey, you know, um, why is inflation high? And as we walk through that, we also they also ask how the investment environment is doing because I think they're as our, our more savvy funeral homeowners follow some of the interest rate discussions that are out there in the news, I think they're wondering, you know, what our move is going to be in this in this rising rate environment. So let's talk about that a little bit because I, I that, that's that's the thing that fascinates me the most about all this is um, kind of what does that mean in terms of like when you hear growth rates and you hear commissions and things like that. How does that affect how a funeral uh, homeowner runs a business? That's a great question. Well, before we do that, Rob, I actually want to let our, our, our viewers and our listeners know that uh, we are going to be raising growth rates in the, into the new year. And uh, we've been monitoring the, growth, uh, the interest rate environment very closely all year long. We're waiting to see how it pans out. We've been pushing this decision off uh, to the end of the year here just to make sure that we had some uh, we could make an announcement that we'll be able to uh, do our best to, uh, to stick to next year for the entire year at a minimum. Um, so we are, before we jump into that question, Rob, I just want to let our, our viewers and our listeners know that we're going to be raising growth rates on the average a 0.25% or quarter of a percentage point on new business uh, effective January 1. So we're really happy about that. How does that, what, what, what sorts of things would cause a decision like that to be made? Yeah, I think the to keep things uh, simple, uh, you know, for the sake of uh, of this podcast, basically a pre-need insurance needs it operates a, a pre-need insurance company operates a little bit like a bank. So if you think about it this way, 
the bank takes the money that you have in your savings account, and then uh, they're paying you, very, you know, a small interest rate on that. Uh, and then they're loaning that out to people to buy a car or a house at a higher interest rate. So the banks make their money on the margin between uh, what they're uh, paying in interest to attract your money versus what they're uh, charging in interest in order to um, to uh, just to uh, provide a loan. So a premium insurance company is a little similar. We take the premium dollars that come into the into our business uh, through the sale of prepaid funerals. And those dollars, uh, after commissions are paid and some other things are invested, and we have to, and then we need a margin uh, above what we invest at to run our business, and then we pay a growth rate out based upon that margin. So we look at a couple of things. We look at the benchmark is the ten-year Treasury note, and so what we do is we look at that because that creates. First of all, we look at that because our average policy is on the books about ten years. As part of our investment strategy, we try to match our, our, our outflow of expense, mainly claims, with our maturity of our, of our um, invested assets, maturities and interest payments and so on. So the cash flow uh, that we need for claims and the, uh, and the cash flow provided by our investments match uh, to the best of our ability. So if we're looking at that, then we're looking at that 10-year treasury, and then we look at the... Uh, the uh, the 10-year uh, uh, A-rated industrial bond index, and we use that as a benchmark, and then we, we calculate a margin below that that we can afford to pay in growth rates. And what we do is we monitor that, that difference between what we are earning and what we can afford to pay in growth rates, and we look for trends. So right now we're in an upward trend. Um, it was really up. Uh, until last Thursday, and then uh, you know it's come down about 45 basis points or 0.45 percent, but the overall trend is up. So that gave us comfort knowing that based upon the uh, the trends here, especially in the in this last quarter, that we can raise our growth rates going into the new year. It's also kind of interesting too because it is a little bit volatile, mm -hmm. and it's also in a, within a highly regulated industry. So I guess um, the question is, what does happen if something changes maybe three months down the road? Well, I mean, the change could be up or down. You know, that's the reality of it. But we think that that the the the, the twenty five basis point increase in growth we hope is sustainable for a while because we don't like the uh, we nor our customers like the volatility. Uh, and changing of that number. But what we will do is we'll take a look at this continually through the new year. And if a, a move is warranted, you know, and, 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 and if the rates continue to rise, and, and, uh, then we will make, to, make uh, the appropriate move at that time. Um, you, were, you were talking about when we first started, you said that a lot of people are looking to see what it is that we're going to do. Are, are there other indications within the market that Maybe other companies might be following suit or also changing their growth rates. Well, they're gonna, you know, I, I like to say it this way, Rob, that we all of all of our uh, peers, uh, we all swim in the same ocean, you know. So when the when the tide rises and falls, it does affect all of us. Now we do also like to say that each of us are free to chart our own course as we sail the ocean, and that's where the differences emerge. And you know, we made a decision years ago. Just a quick example of how these decisions play out in reality. We made a decision, oh, some twenty some years ago, to avoid states uh, doing business in states where the growth rate of the product isn't tied to the underlying investment. It's tied to an external third party factor like the CPI. 
And we've, and because uh, our fear was that we would face a high inflationary environment and we'd have our, but uh, we'd have our investments made, but we have to also then adjust growth rate on the enforced business, even though those investments were made 10 and 15 and 20 years earlier. And that becomes a very difficult and challenging situation. So uh, I think the good news is, is that uh, our, we're going to be able to compete very well on our, on our growth rates going into the new year because we have avoided a couple of those situations and a couple of those states over the years. And, um, you know, and so we continue to monitor that situation very carefully. But uh, we, you know, great funeral homes, great funeral homeowners, great funeral directors in those states. Uh, we just haven't been able to get comfortable in those states because of the risk of, uh, of high inflation that we're seeing play out right now. So the good news is for our client base and our, our customers have been so loyal to us and, and uh, we've enjoyed this mutual loyalty over the years that we want to, we know that they're faced with inflation and we want to make a move upward in our growth rates as soon as we can and, uh, and to make it a size that is, uh, that is, uh, doesn't put us uh, as a, we want to maintain our safety and our security and our risk profile that, that we're managing, and, and then we're going to pour back into our products as much as we can to the benefit of our customers. So I, I think what's also interesting, and we were discussing this earlier, is the fact that you know, uh, funeral home businesses can choose different strategies mm-hmm. moving forward. Can you go into that a little bit for me? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Rob. So we have a variety of, of pre-need insurance product offerings. We have a variety of value-added service offerings. So let's take the pre-need insurance offerings first. Um, we, we believe, we just have, uh, that there are different product strategies for different business strategies, right? So I'll give you an example. Uh, so we have some products that pay lower growth, but higher commission because the funeral home owner wants the benefit of what those higher commissions can do for their business today. Now, if their strategy is, is that they're going to hand their business down to their, their daughter or son, uh, and it, they might want to choose a higher growth product with lower commissions wanting the, uh, to get the benefit of the, those preemie dollars later. And so it is, it's just really a matter of when do you want your money as a business owner? Do you want it at claim time or do you want it up front? And on the average, it works out about the same. You just have to determine as part of your business strategy uh, when, when it works for your business and, and what you're going to do with those dollars as strategically in your business. Now, when it comes to the value-added services, or we, you know, as Rob, a, a lot of people are, are coming to realize that Funeral Directors Live is a lot more than a pre-need insurance company. And uh, it's something that we've been building on for years uh, with technology and, and additional services. The other strategy that a funeral home might want to look at is one of, uh, if, they're, if they're facing higher wage pressure, they're having a hard time finding staff, uh, whether it be licensed funeral director staff or part-time staff or full-time staff, one thing they can consider doing is outsourcing their uh, there, some of their duties that are non-essential to the core of what a funeral director does, you know, the core of what the funeral director does is, is take care of the dead, is to plan great funerals, uh, is to be involved in the local community, and that fourth thing is to work on their business strategy. So if they could take some other non, non uh, some things that they can, uh, that can be worked on outside of those four things, for example, their accounting or their social media management, and some of those services, if they can work with someone like us who can help them with those, alleviate staffing pressure. But interestingly, the fee for service on those items actually helps us uh, supplement our income as a life insurance company and allows us to have more competitive products. That's awesome. 
Um, I guess as we kind of wrap up here today, let's keeping inflation in mind because we 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 still hopefully think that that might just be a temporary situation that we might kind of rise out of that at some point. What are some other you know, along the lines of strategies, what are some other inflation mitigation strategies that you might recommend for a funeral business? Well, that's a, that's a great question. It's a challenge to run a business, and we respect that challenge and, and the, the fact that the funeral director is facing uh, th those kinds of things. We talked about uh, making sure that you're, because in a funeral home environment, your, your biggest, uh, we're seeing a couple things, Rob. Number one is uh, as interest rates are increasing, people who have uh, variable rate um, mortgage loans through the, typically the uh, Small Business Administration are seeing their interest rate going up. So refinancing that debt and trying to lock it in at a lower interest rate, uh, you know, is is a great option. Um, the uh, the other thing they can do, what we're seeing is funeral directors in the states that allow it is charging for a price guarantee, um, and that is uh, in a in a way to supplement the revenue at the funeral home and to mitigate shortfalls. We're seeing a lot more interest in the, in those things also. So those are just two basic strategies where they can they can look at how to uh, to in a in a rising rate environment um, it, with interest rates uh, reaching places we haven't seen in you know 10 15 years a way that they can um, to mitigate their risk as a funeral homeowner. What what can our listeners do to learn more? Well, I think Rob our our listeners need to as a suggestion reach out to our, uh, their funeral director's life representative and that representative is going to walk funeral directors th uh, through have discussions about their business strategy, about appropriate uh, ideas and solutions uh, for next steps. They might uh, point them in the direction of uh, getting a uh, of, of uh, finding ways to uh, offload some of the work going on in the funeral home to save on staffing. And they might even be able to align a, uh, a, a, a mortgage loan option that would be suitable for the funeral home to help reduce overhead. And I, what I like to say, Rob, and just to remind our, our listeners, is there's tremendous value in that discussion whether or not uh, the funeral homeowner uh, is, a, is a current client of Funeral Director's Life. Our goal is to make sure that we provide enough value in the conversations that we have with, with our funeral directors where they're going to benefit whether or not they're ever a client of ours. We just want to make sure we're pushing the profession and move, helping move the profession forward. That's very well said, Todd. Uh, thanks for coming in today. I really appreciate this. I know this has been, I've learned a lot, and I know I'm hopeful that, the, as you said, the value of this conversation has been uh, something that uh, a lot of our listeners are going to have a takeaway from. So thank you for coming in. Uh, and as we wrap up today, as Todd was saying, if you were interested in learning more, please visit us uh, online at funeraldirectorslife.com. And if you have any questions or comments or even suggestions on topics that we can review in the future, uh, feel free to email me directly at fdtalks at funeraldirectorslife.com. Thanks for watching. If you would like to reach out to us about this episode or this series, please visit us online at funeraldirectorslife.com forward slash FDTalks. There you can find information about this episode and submit any comments, suggestions, or feedback about our series. And we also welcome your ideas for future episodes. Join us next time on FD Talks as we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace.